Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Drive Through HR, September 1st, 2020. I'm Robin Schooling, one of the Drive Through HR hosts. I'm also an HR leader, talent advisor, and consultant with Paradis Group, a consulting firm where we work at the intersection of HR, talent acquisition, and technology. Today on the drive-through, we're kicking off a full month with daily snackable HR content as we lead up to our 1500th episode on October 1st. Every weekday this month, minus the holiday, we'll hear some inspiring content from friends of the show on topics related to work, leadership, diversity, equity, and inclusion, recruiting, and all things HR. Back in February 2010, Brian Wempen started Drive Through HR, one of HR's first radio shows. A radio show because, of course, none of us were really using the term podcast in those ancient times. And today, 10 and a half years later, our HR show on the airwaves continues to broadcast and we're quickly approaching that aforementioned 1,500 episodes. Now, over the years, we've spoken to thousands of amazing people. We've had conversations with business leaders and CHROs. We've chatted with the founders of companies, and we've probed the minds of HR practitioners doing the hard work every single day. We've hosted shows from the comfort of our homes and offices, and we've done live shows from the floors of innumerable HR conferences. And throughout it all, our focus has remained the same, providing a forum where people can share with a larger listening audience the types of conversations that occur in our industry. We've tackled big ideas and subject matter, and we've also dove down into the seemingly mundane and ordinary. And I've long thought that this was a huge part of our charm, those conversations about the day in and day out joys and struggles of working in the people, talent, and HR profession are not only fascinating, but also important. Because now, as we celebrate our latest show milestone, I'm reminded of the old adage about looking to the past to inform the future. Now, in the past, in that far away year of 2010, the soundtrack of the times included Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and the Black Eyed Peas. On the HR side in 2010, we were consumed with conversations about how to manage employees' use of social media in the workplace. We were also, as we have done since, well, forever, talking about generations. The battle cry in 2010 was about boomers versus millennials. Gen X as always an afterthought. Not that they really cared, of course. Also, in 2010, Cornell released the results of a CHRO survey, wherein the most frequently mentioned areas on the CHROs and CEOs' agendas were talent, leadership, and succession. Now, in that same survey, the CHROs listed their top three obstacles in achieving that agenda, citing lack of resources, lack of skills within their HR teams or amongst HR pros, and legislative and regulatory constraints. 
back in 2010, the annual conference was held in San Diego. I, I won an iPad at the Monster Party. Keynote speakers that year included Al Gore, Steve Forbes, and Marcus Buckingham. Oh, and, and that concern about people being on social media, it wasn't really a, a thing yet for lots of HR practitioners. I remember those of us who were using Twitter at the conference could have fit into a, a small restaurant or a decent-sized bar. And, well, as a matter of fact, we did, including the bar where that aforementioned monster party was held where I won the iPad. But now it's 2020. And while we're singing along to walk to take our mind off the pandemic, Lady Gaga is, yep, still here. She just won a boatload of VMA awards. And just the other day, Katy Perry had a baby with Orlando Bloom. And I personally am still jamming to my summer playlist song, Mamacita, by, you guessed it, the Black Eyed Peas. The Sherm annual conference in 2020 was canceled due to COVID-19, of course. But interestingly enough, Sherm as an entity has also been canceled by many for a host of other problematic reasons. Just just Google fix it, Sherm, if you have questions. Now, the topics top of mind for HR professionals today are being dictated daily in perhaps the most rapid fashion that we've seen in all my years in HR. You know, we've long slammed HR for being reactive versus proactive. And since March of this year, HR professionals have been true to form in that aspect. Though, to be fair, much of it has been out of necessity this go-round. HR pros in 2020 have been addressing the migration to work from home and the long-term impact on workplace flexibility. They've been navigating workplace conversations around social justice and the intersection with diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace. The ideas bubbling up from the, from the sidewalks in relation to buzzwords such as workplace culture and engagement and employee experience, well, they have, quite frankly, never been more potent than they are this year. And, of course, here in the U.S., as we're fighting for the salvation of our country and its promise of democracy, HR professionals and workplace leaders are facing a reckoning about many of the HR-related items that have become, well, sacrosanct in the typical organization. The events of 2020 have made us face head-on the inhumanity of time healthcare to employment. We've had to take a deep look at what we truly mean by essential work and how we value it or compensate those who perform those essential duties. We've had to face the fact that we provide zero safety nets for people who get sick and cannot work due to our country's lack of mandated paid leave. And in 2020, we've learned that we've got work to do for the future because 2030 will be here before we know it. Lady Gaga will probably have won another Oscar or Golden Gold by then. Katy Perry's baby will be 10 years old, hanging on some technology platform that doesn't currently exist. And the Black Eyed Peas will undoubtedly resurface with another hit song with yet another lead singer at the helm. The millennials, approaching 50 years old then, will be moaning about something that their Gen Z workers are doing wrong. And Gen Xers still won't really care. But unless we in HR screw up some collective courage and take ownership 
of what we can do to make the workplace better for both our employees and our organizations, well, HR folks will still be rehashing the same old, same old, merely dressed up with fancy new buzzwords. But 2020, while a shit show that everyone wants to end, has also shown us the possibilities for our HR future. A future that is proactive and purposeful. A future where we take action against injustice, both within our own workplaces and communities, but also out in the larger world. A future where we do make a difference, not based on where we're sitting or what title we have, but rather based on where we are walking, where we're marching, and how we're advocating and giving a voice to those who have no voice or to those who are exhausted from the burden of having to speak out for themselves over and over and over again. I believe in HR, and I think you do too.